0: Welcome back to room 1068. I'm Martha. And I'm Emma. And this is our New Year's podcast. So Emma, how has your winter break been so far? It's
1: it's been different. You know, normally we have so many holiday parties to go to and stuff. So it's definitely been a lot quieter. How about you? Have you been enjoying your break?
0: I'm so bored. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> Words can't even describe, as you said before, you'd actually be able to go out and things. But now I'm just cooped up inside. I look outside, it's just cold and snowy. And I'm like, I, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. That's yeah. so yeah. like watching anime, Netflix. That's just my life.
1: <laughs> I just oh no. Zoom on Christmas. Not really the same. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, I cannot believe I never in a million years would have thought Christmas I would never have associated Christmas and Zoom you I never heard of Zoom until this past year
1: I know it's been weird but it's it's kind of been nice I mean I don't know about you but I have family who's lives all across Canada so they don't normally come back uh for the holidays anyway so this Zoom normally we just do like phone calls but it's kind of it's kind of a nice switch up. How about you? How, did you have a big family Zoom?
0: No, I only, like in Canada, it's only my mom, my brother, and I. So mm-hmm. Christmas was just me and my mom, honestly, just making, like, baking, making some apple pie. Yeah, so I had fun at least, you know? It's, yeah. It was like a chill, a really chill day.
1: Mm-hmm. Really chill day. So you mentioned Netflix.
0: Oh what God.
1: are... <laughs> Some of the, what are some of the, the best shows that you've been watching recently or throughout the year? Any top recommendations?
0: Um, top recommendations. Well, I I realized when I used to live on residence, I used to watch Netflix like every other day. It was my addiction. I had like classwork. So I'm like, no, no, no. Netflix comes first. Ever since I moved back home, I don't really watch Netflix as much, right? But recently like a couple of months back i really got into like korean dramas and i love it so much however i had to take a break because i realized i was getting too emotionally invested in it and it was affecting my mood like it was actually like really scary it was this one day 3 a.m i was watching this um k drama called my kingdom new era and i was just bawling my eyes out and Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a break (laughs) after this. (laughs) So, K-dramas, I highly recommend them. I don't know, there's something about them that just, they really get you engrossed in the characters' lives and everything. Um, Another thing I would recommend, (gasps) The Witcher. Have you heard of The Witcher before?
1: I think I've seen ads for it on Netflix. Is that like the one with Henry, uh, the Superman guy?
0: super manga and um, chris is that chris yeah him? him yes i was so surprised when i found out he was an actor i was like what but <laughs> I love the witcher Geralt of rivia he's so handsome i'm just waiting for the new season to come out the witcher and then there's this new anime i discovered just two seasons of, i'm gonna butcher the name i'm really sorry it's called like kakegurui k-e no k-a-k-e-g-u-r-u-i it's like okay. this gambling anime, it's like you're in an academy where your ranking is not determined by sports or education or like your grades, but rather it's determined by your gambling skills, and I highly recommend it to anyone. It just really gets you, and it's, it's interesting, it's interesting. What about you? <laughs> what Netflix shows have you would you highly recommend?
1: Um... So I'd say, I don't know if you're a fan of The Crown. I know that it's like pretty controversial, but I have watched the new season. Um, and that was pretty good. Pretty spicy.
0: Why is um, it controversial?
1: I said, well, you know, some people just are not, like, don't want to hear anything about the royals, which is fair. Fair.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> um, but this season is all, it has Diana in it and Charles, which is like. Really, really, it's kind of a lot, and
0: her husband. husband? Do
1: you you, do you know about like um, Princess Diana and Charles and Camilla and that? Yes, yes. So it's interesting because like it started the season started, sorry, the series started off like with the Queen as like a 25 year old, and now they're kind of up to the 1980s. So because it's season four, I guess, so, yeah, that, that's a really good show, I mean, that's on everyone's list, I think, for the year, so, I'm not really giving any new hot takes, um, but I, I have watched um, Normal People, have you ever heard of that, uh, have you ever heard of that, it's, like, it was a book, yeah, I don't know, pretty good, a real ter- tearjerker, though, so, really? watch out, yeah,
0: What's it about?
1: it's, it's just about these, like, two, it's set in Ireland, these two people who kind of, who start off in high school, you know, and, like, he's more popular, whatever, but it's not that, eh, maybe you could say it is kind of cliche, but they end up having this romance, but then it goes on to their college years, and I don't know, I really liked it. I thought it was sort of relatable, and yeah.
0: I think I've heard of it. I saw some, um, like, few reviews on it there was like a scene and they they're saying they they were normalizing no not normalizing they were showing the real aspect of what it's like to have sexual relations is that the one intimate relationship
1: could be yeah I I really like that about the series it wasn't as like glossy or you know um dramatized mm-hmm. I, I it was it was um i think a lot more realistic which is really nice wow. do you have any other like i know a lot of people are eating out and supporting their local businesses this year trying new restaurants do you have any good recommendations food wise or anything that you knew that you've been cooking or trying out
0: oh let's see there's this place called dave's Hotspot. have you heard of it no never There's one location in Mississauga. There's this other one um, somewhere in Ossington. It's so good. It's literally, um, what do they sell? Macaroni and cheese, wings. They give you a piece of garlic bread. It's so, so good. I don't know how I, I remember how I saw it. My friend posted it on his Snapchat story and I said, where's that from? And he told me it was another location, but I remember I was just looking around and I saw Dave's Hotspot. Ten out of ten would recommend. It's so filling, so that's one place I occasionally order from. I don't know. For me, pizza. I, I love pizza so much. It's like my number one food. I swear by Pizza Iolo. <laughs> there was a time that like I'd go there so often, like the people started to recognize my face. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I gotta stop this. <laughs> but it's before like lockdown. So, um, so there's that one a and say Those are like my top three places that I order from. Pizza Yo, Dave's Hotspot, A&W. <laughs> nice. What
1: about you? Nice. Well, I kind of started off by uh, ordering a lot of Thai food. I got really, really into it. And then I kind of wanted to learn how to make it myself. Yeah. Mm. So I've been trying to kind of experiment, but, you know, it doesn't really turn out the same. It's really hard. <laughs> never. The sauce is already always too watery or too thick. I can Never get it just right. So it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. But yeah, I don't know. I think that I'm trying to, I'm trying to experiment more in the kitchen. I'm not a great cook, but, you know, lots of free time in my hands.
0: <laughs> Speaking about making food, I have like the other day I went to the grocery store and I bought a bunch of ingredients because I do like trying new foods, like making new foods, but I'm really lazy and I only go to the kitchen like once every blue moon, as my mom says. So I bought ingredients to make arepas. So it's like this South American um, dish. It's just, I think, cornmeal and then you add water and then some salt, like just a little bit of salt. Because I went, the first time I made it, I added too much salt to the water. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life. It was just so salty. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed up. So when I make it, so you roll it into a ball, the corny, right? And then um, I put cheese in it. And then I fry it. It's just mm, 10 out of 10, chef's kiss. So there's that. that um, what else? Oh, chicken teriyaki is something I love. I love, love, love it. So I bought, okay, I, I'm not making it from scratch. I bought the teriyaki mix in a bottle. <laughs> so I'm just going to pour it on my chicken and then fry it up. Boom, there you have it. What else do I want to make? Apple pie, I already made that. Um, there's this thing called, it's like Middle Eastern dish called, well, there's different names for it. It's Manouche, Manakish, but it's basically... I don't want uh, to, I don't want to compare it to this because it just, in my heart, it feels wrong, but it's like pizza. I'm so sorry for you, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to like, for people not know, even people and people not familiar with the dish, it's like pizza. So it's like you have your dough and then you put like your za'atar, so that's your those are your spices. Mm-hmm. And I grew up eating that, but an addition to it that I discovered when I came here is you add cheese on top of it. It's delicious. I get it from this place. <gasps> Paramount. It's chef's kiss once more, 10 out of 10. So that's something I want to make. My friend, he's currently in Dubai. He said he'll bring me like some like authentic spices to make um, my manouche. So I'm excited for that.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That's so, sounds so good. You're making my mouth water. These food recommendations sound <laughs> so good. I can't wait to try them.
0: So, oh my gosh, I recommend it to anyone because, um, unless you add the cheese, it is a vegan dish, right? Nice. Yeah, just your dough and then your zatar. So, you can make it yourself if you wanted to. Mm. Yeah.
1: Is it like really thick dough or is it kind of like thin crust?
0: Uh, yeah, that's my problem. It's like compared to pizza, <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's not thin crust, it, um, it has a little just think of like a regular, regular crust and just like you know so just Mm -hmm. like pizza dough and yeah just regular and yeah it's it's really good really it's really good
1: Um, those are some awesome recommendations good do you have any any good books you read this year
0: oh my gosh so you know with zoom since we're always in front of the screen earlier on in the semester i realized that just being in front of the screen I was feeling really down because there was no separation between school and home and home and school so I went to Indigo and I bought seven books and these are I'm a huge romance fiction um fan so I bought let me see what which books I bought. Oh my gosh, my, my, one of my top favorite books ever. It's called The Bone Season. It's by this lady called Samantha Shannon. I will recommend it to anyone. I feel like I could be like her brand ambassador and just promote it to everyone. It's such an amazing read. So The Bone Season, 10 out of 10 would recommend. There's supposed to be seven books in a series. Currently, there are only three out. I've read... Those three books at least four times right now since I first discovered it. So The Bone Season, um, the other books I bought, they're okay. No, The Bone Season is, is the only one I'm going to shout out because that's the only one <laughs> I think is worthy of a shout out.
1: Nice. So that one's kind of a romance fiction novel?
0: So I don't even know how to describe this book, but basically it's set in like a fictional london england world where clairvoyance is um it's like rampant however people who are clairvoyant are um punished by the government and there are like seven different rankings of clairvoyance and it follows this girl this girl named Paige, who she's a clairvoyant of the highest ranking and then she ends up getting caught by the government one day and sent to this like penal Colony, where they discover that there's a whole nother race who like they I don't know, but yes, this I don't want to give it away, but there is a there is romance between her and one of the wardens, and oh. it's not one of those obvious. It's not one of I I locked eyes of him, and then or I locked eyes of them, and then we fell in love. Not one of those <laughs> types of things, you know. So. I recommend that one to anyone, please. The Yeah, I've never heard of
1: it either, so. Oh, good. Definitely worth a shout out. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay, so those are some of our top picks of the year. Um, I guess we can move on to the next segment um, and just discussing plans for the new year. I think that we were going to talk originally about resolutions but i honestly think that this year and how it's turned out has really made a lot of people rethink the idea of you know making two big lofty plans for the new year let's just like quietly (laughs) transition to the next year let's just let's not really make resolutions (laughs) cross our fingers maybe
0: so yeah what are your plans emma
1: um, well, hopefully, I'm, I'm graduating this uh, year, so, June. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, long road, and um, I'm also applying to grad schools for September, so I kind of debated on it. I know a lot of my classmates who are thinking about going to grad school kind of want to put it off because, uh, you know, online school has been draining, and the kind of thought of doing another year online potentially is kind of scary so I I weighed that too but I decided to just to apply anyway I don't know yeah so hopefully cross my fingers but I won't hear till like March or something what about you my plans
0: I don't know like this year I'm supposed to be in Germany for a year abroad but you know, ooh, COVID got canceled. But you know, at first I was upset, not because my plans got canceled exactly per se, it was rather because I spent so long on the application. <laughs>
1: not oh, like, oh, that's What's really doing? disappointing. I
0: was so annoyed. But hey, it's whatever, you know. Um, at least this semester, this year, I'll be able to improve my German skills before I go abroad. Hopefully, fingers crossed, next year, September, I will be able. To be living my best life in Munich.
1: And nice.
0: COVID will be gone by then. <laughs> no,
1: I want that vaccine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's my biggest hope. I just want to go abroad because the way I personally see it, I don't want to spend my four years, for me personally, just in school. I want to be able to go and live my life and still study at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like experiential learning
1: yeah that's really cool i i never did a year abroad personally but i always kind of wondered so how many how does it work like how many courses do you take there and are you able to like graduate like what's the whole i never really looked into it to be honest
0: okay so basically you apply to whatever school you apply to you you i guess you want to make sure that the courses you take there will line up to your degree requirements here Mm. then because in different countries their um credit system is different you need to make sure that you're not going to have less credits when they convert it so um yeah i really and the whole the school year is different i know in, in munich i think they start um first week of october or something until what comes after april not May? No, not that. June. April I, May? Yeah, I think it's, it ends in like June or something, if I'm right. So, I don't know. I just really... Oh. I just so, know.
1: I know that you, you, you study German. Is it is it one of your majors or is it...
0: It's my major.
1: Yeah, so, were you going to do more language courses or literature courses?
0: Um. So, if I went there, it, when fingers crossed, I go there, it will be literature, language, I feel like, it's so, it's like here, they don't offer you English, like you're not learning how to speak English here, just, like, over there, they're not going to teach you how to speak German, you know? Right. Um, it just, because I, I believe the best way to learn a language is you have to be engrossed in the culture and the environment, that's the best way, like, you know, you just start picking up things, and if you're surrounded by someone speaking, a like, a foreign language every day, you just start... <clears throat> like you, it'll just really help with your language acquisition, so that's why mm-hmm. I really want to go there. Yeah, that just.
1: Well, fingers crossed. They are saying hopefully that more people will be vaccinated by the fall. Right. So, mm-hmm, that's what I've heard. I mean, they're already they've already started vaccinating um, frontline mm. healthcare workers. So, you know, given another eight or nine months and hopefully more of the um regular population will be.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I really Um, hope so because never in a million years would I have ever thought we'd live through history of this.
1: Like we're all kind of taking it one day at a time, you know, but I think that years from now we're gonna look back at this time and think, that was crazy.
0: (laughs) You know? (laughs) Oh my gosh. But then again, I always wonder about the people who lived during the 1918, um, what was it called again? Uh, um,
1: the Spanish Influenza?
0: Was it that, that one?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I wonder how it felt like for them, like, five years down the line. Did they look back and be like, damn, can't believe you? <laughs> well,
1: that's kind of interesting that you mentioned that, because my grandpa, who's 94, was talking you know, just reminiscing or whatever. He wasn't, he was born, um, like, s- you know, seven years after the influenza, but his parents lived through it. Wow. And he said that, like, they, he said n- they never talked about it. Really? Yeah, he really only heard about it, like, years and years later in, like, a history class. God.
0: Is it going to be one of those things where people just stop talking about it? Like, five years out of line, it just... Been, I can't like,
1: imagine, I mean... It, it's affected so many people's lives how could you how could we move on from it I don't know so yeah um plans for this year other plans
0: um no not really recently I've just been trying to figure out what I want to do once I graduate mm-hmm.
1: and,
0: yeah I don't know are
1: That's you fair. so your grad your your plan to graduate on in the June of next year or do you have another year a semester after that
0: I think it will be a semester after that, because if I'm able to do a year abroad, then it will push it to 2022, 2023. I don't know, I don't mind, you know. I'm just gonna go with the flow, there's no rush. Yeah,
1: there's really no rush. I used to, that's one thing that's really changed in the four years that I've been at school. You know, when you're in first year and you kind of have this really strict plan and it seems like everyone, you have to do everything a certain way. I think that as I've been going on and everything that's happened this year, you kind of just realize that, you know, not everything goes according to plan and it's okay. I don't know. Don't you think that in first year, everyone kind of came in with a plan, you know, and and then think life happens and, you know, you need to take an extra semester or you need to, or you find something really cool and you want to do something else or you change up your plans for graduation. And I don't know, I think that it kind of changes your whole perspective that you're not really on like a fast track and you don't, and there isn't really a one way to do things.
0: Not, not exactly. When I, even before I came into university, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, I told my mom, you know, I don't think I'm going to graduate in four years. i want to take five years because what I... I'm just not good under pressure or dealing with stress whatsoever. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. And I think I remember speaking to my registrar or someone, um, U UFT of admissions office, and they were saying, yeah, you know, more and more people actually are graduating in five years or four and a half years, the whole four years thing. Not as many people are abiding by that um, graduation plan. And I just, four, five sem- five courses a semester, it's just too much personally, you know? So, yeah, no, I came in, I was like, five years, I'll just do it my own way. And either way, because I hurt myself during first semester, first year, regardless, I was like, you know, all my, it really showed me, because from when I was a child, I had this whole 10-year plan (laughs) once I graduate I'm going to go to med school and then I'm going to start my half a family by 28 and I had everything planned out first year first like first year that just went out the went out the window you know and it really threw me off because here I was for the longest time I'd planned my life and just in one fell swoop it was all uh, taken away from me you know so mm-hmm. now I just realized, hey, I can plan a couple of weeks in advance, <laughs> <or> maybe months, <laughs> but who's to say that's going to happen? And I feel like when you make such big plans, when something happens to so, throw that off, it, you know, it can it's, really-
1: I, Yeah. I think it's also all about how you recover from that, right? Mm-hmm. And even when really awful stuff happens or just unexpected things happen, it's such a test, you know, to see how you bounce back, and it's really hard, definitely.
0: Because I'd been stuck on med school for so long, even when first year I was realizing, hey, you know, life science is really hard (laughs) for me. I don't seem to be able to do well in it. I still went my second year. I still tried again, even though, because I did not want to accept that, hey, maybe med school is just not feasible for me maybe this is not the path for me do I wish I had just after my first year been like like press pause maybe reevaluate what you're studying um I kind of do but then again hey I I don't think I'd be the person I am like today Mm -hmm. so those experiences happen I'm still here doing me so yeah I just I now have to really figure out what I want to do with my future that's been my mind recently and I don't like it I don't (laughs) like it (laughs) yeah
1: I know and sometimes I mean I know that everyone's situation is different but I find that you know I put on all this expectation onto myself that and everyone else is like they want me to do well but they also you know want me to be happy and just chill out you know not take everything so seriously so I think it can be really hard when you're your your own biggest critic, you know?
0: Oh my gosh, that just reminds me, you know, sometimes, I, I'm going to go to an example of someone's face. You'll think, oh my gosh, there's like, if, imagine if you have a blemish on your face and you think everyone is staring at it. And it's not until you, someone, it's not until you say, oh my gosh, did you notice this on my face? And then someone's like, I didn't even see that. But now that you call attention to it, now I see it on your, It just, Yeah. It's just, yeah, we are our own biggest critics. Well, usually, like you said, everyone in some situations are is different. Yeah, no, life is just so interesting. I wish it was a manual.
1: I yeah. just told
0: <laughs> how to figure this stuff out. But no, we live life in hindsight, which sucks. I
1: know. But I don't, I and also, I think it's okay not to know.
0: Period, exactly. You
1: know, I, I mean... Obviously, you you need to have a rough outline or plan or, you know, there's some deadlines that you're forced to make a decision whether or not to apply here or whatever, but, you know, life is long and I think that you can keep making decisions and maybe you made a wrong turn and you go back and change it, you know, so... That's always something positive to keep in the back of your mind.
0: But also, sometimes, even if we think it's a wrong turn, it may just happen to be, you know, sometimes stuff just happens to line up. Just
1: I know, yeah. It
0: works out in a weird way. You do something, yeah, stuff lines up. And then you look back on it like weeks, months or years later and you're like, oh, my gosh, if that didn't happen, X, Y, and Z wouldn't have happened. But that doesn't always happen. <laughs> That's the problem.
1: Doesn't always happen. And yeah, have you, I really, I don't think I've explored, I didn't, don't think I really did my due diligence with like career counselors and stuff like that. So maybe, do you, do you recommend them? Is that something that you would recommend going to talk to people?
0: Yeah, no, I myself need to go talk to my registrar (laughs) so I can figure out, but I think career counselors are very much so, um, they're assets. They're there for a reason, Mm -hmm. and I guess the biggest thing, sometimes, you know, if we have all these ideas in our head, and I feel like if you go to a career counselor, they're able to, based off what you tell them, maybe they'll be able to draw up, hey, this might be something you're interested in, this might be something else you're interested in, there's just so many resources out there, it's, it's really hard to access them because U of T is not centralized whatsoever, but um, yeah, no.
1: Yeah, I think it's also really hard because for the majority of U of T students who aren't in programs where there's an ob- a clear and obvious next step, you know like if you're not going to take the mcats or the lsats or whatever you know if you're not in the in commerce or whatever um and you have took a general arts or general sciences you're like what
0: what what is there out there for me yeah no that <laughs> so yeah amazing. and i guess it's also the fact that i feel like in these areas, because when it comes to medicine, law, we always see, we're always bombarded with, oh, these these are your next steps with this, but for more less known or discreet um, courses, programs, there's not that much information out there about what what your next steps are going to be, and that is really wrong, (laughs) like, you know, there has to be some, some way to rework the system, so that everyone knows <laughs> what's, what's uh, out there for them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's really important.
0: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, one day you have seen
1: it. You know, we're not, unfortunately, we are not really graduating in um, an economically prosperous time either. So that, that's another kind of stress to think about. But
0: wow, that is really scary to consider. Mm-hmm yeah that's a scary oh my gosh yeah i just personally i wish this whole school year was just scrapped and no one had to do anything and it was like you know if i just wish the world as a whole would just hit a pause button i know let this period pass
1: well i was kind of thinking too i mean sorry i think my dogs are being loud um i was kind of thinking if this pandemic had even happened 30 40 years ago there, like, we would have had to hit more of a pause because there was no internet. Mm. Like, how could people have done like online university, online jobs it, without Zoom or email or anything? Like, we we re- truly would have had to hit pause.
0: Interesting. I've actually never considered or even thought about that. I don't know what would have happened then. Yeah, UFT. This is twenty twenty. Thirty years ago, nineteen ninety. What would have happened? Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting.
1: Yeah. So probably there would have been no school. So, you know, in some ways, I kind of think that it's it's really good because it's allowed people to still have their jobs, right? And people who are still on a fast path, fast track. You know their career, they know exactly what they want to do, but there's been a lot of other problems that have come out of it,
0: yeah. Too many, they just, COVID has just really shown uh, disparities, so many disparities, even within a home country, the whole, like, even within a community, you really see disparities. Mm-hmm. And it's, I really hope that, okay, all these things have been exposed, but what's going to happen? What are the next steps? What are we going to do to address these income disparities health disparities what's gonna happen is it what to could be one of those things we uh, we we acknowledge the fact that <laughs> these things exist okay next you know like, are we gonna like try to do something to address these disparities or are we just gonna pretend that okay now the elephant has been addressed but nothing's gonna be done to mm-hmm. i don't know yeah.
1: yeah i guess you're right like the first step yeah. is just guess- recognizing the issue, but a lot of it seems like just empty words.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, it is empty words. That's life. <laughs> and it's so, so sad. It just so, yeah, can be really demoralizing. But what can you do? Yeah.
1: On that gloomy note, <laughs> yeah. I have, though, made some really like l- low low-key resolutions and one of them is to keep a plant alive this year just one (laughs) I buy (laughs) I buy so many every year and they all die oh my gosh but I just like to keep one alive this year that's one of my resolutions (laughs) (laughs) yep and then my other resolution is to walk the um recommended 10,000 steps a day because I of
0: those,
1: yeah that's like the apparently the average healthy amount because i have one of those fitness tracker things so i'm going to that's that's my second i feel like those two are two doable low stakes goals i'm not I'm, before i've kind of tried to do the i'm gonna work out every day and get fit and it, you know what it's probably not gonna happen so walk more keep a plant alive that's the new plan.
0: Ooh, exactly. I don't know. If I think of a resolution, I used because I said it before, I like skateboarding. I was supposed to learn how to do an ollie by the end of this year, but I wasn't able to do that. So okay. So for next year, yeah. which is actually going to be come Friday, <laughs> um, when the snow disappears, I do want to try going out. To skateboard more often just get I'm comfortable on my board but now it's a matter of me learning how to take flight and just whoop, you know but because I think I, I realized the reason why I wasn't able to skateboard as much is because since my joints are not the strongest not the best when I fall um, it's i don't heal on time it takes me a long time to heal so i'm okay i'm here skateboarding if i fall and i hurt myself that's just my big fear you know and if you're doing something like that if you're doing something like skateboarding i I feel like if you have fear holding you back it's not it's like a recipe for disaster you're not gonna be able to do anything so but fingers crossed next year i'll be able to do an ollie which i'll be the next 20 said. (laughs) um another resolution i just want to start sleeping earlier before 12 that's such a
1: good resolution
0: that's it i just fix
1: my sleep schedule
0: <laughs> that's my one thing i just uh, preferably before 11 o'clock i'm in bed sleeping you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: all i want because yeah.
1: oh i don't know if i don't know if you do this but you might i because this is why i'm up till all hours of the night is that i plug my phone in right beside my bed
0: oh no I don't do that once I hit the- once I... In bed, <laughs> there's nothing to shack me
1: oh my god I get into bed and then I'm on my phone for like two more hours so it's terrible I bet I I bet I could solve the problem if I just move my phone
0: <laughs> my oh. I put my phone on the floor but either way I have my thing on silent so you can blow up my phone I'm not hearing anything until I wake up the next day I think- oh that's so healthy
1: I'm just scrolling, scrolling TikTok. My addiction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. Put your phone away from your bed. That's the best way to sleep. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No distractions. Definitely. I heard before that a couple of hours, maybe like one or two before you sleep, you should turn off your um, what's what that called? Your like Wi-Fi or put put your phone away so that your brain has some like cool down time.
1: Yeah. Okay now then i have a third resolution <laughs> there you go no screen time before bed you know what and that's pretty obvious my mom always bugs me about that but this year i'm gonna commit
0: you got this yeah i think those <laughs> are only two resolutions and write more i mm. like yeah i like being creative but i don't know i never seem to quotations find time for it there's no such thing as not finding. well it can be but
1: i can prioritizing
0: yeah i just need to prioritize writing more yeah and do something that's because i have some sometimes you know one of those ones you have a project on your mind and you're like do it and you don't do it but every day it's online mad. i'm like why well, i thought you should be writing i'm like i know that <laughs> but i don't want to <laughs> yeah i want to i want to start that i'm going to i will yeah i, I will yeah <laughs> <will. laughs> not i want it i'm going to. i will yeah
1: awesome well there you go we have some New Year's goals. We've got some New Year's plans. Um, I hope that everyone enjoyed our episode uh, this week. Uh, we're so excited to keep uh, putting out podcasts for you, and um, we'd love to hear your resolutions. You can find us um, at U of T underscore ASU at on Instagram and on our Facebook page. Uh, visit us there. Uh, it's been so great. I'm Emma. I'm Martha. <laughs> and thanks again for listening.
0: Thank you all. Have a beautiful day. And hope you and your loved ones are staying safe, keeping healthy during this difficult time. Yeah. Sending nothing but the best of wishes.
1: So we'll see you in 2021. <laughs> Woo! Bye!
0: <laughs> we <laughs>